Welcome back to The Real O Show, episode four. We got a special one in store for you. If you're listening on Spotify and Google Podcasts, eventually we will get to Apple Podcasts, but thank you for listening. If you are listening on the audio file, please check us out on YouTube because we do drop them on YouTube and that, you know, is just great content. But hey, Tip, you want to you say something? We'll introduce everybody before we kind of go around here. You know, to the crowd. what's going on? We got a special one in store today. You know, we appreciate you guys tuning in, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, this is something that we're going to do. We're doing something new. We're doing something that we haven't done before and uh, come along for the journey. Got something, Mosh? Uh, yeah, just we're, we're trying to make these podcasts a little more timeless. So uh, enjoy. Here we go. All right. Yeah. So, you know, this is this is podcast four. First three have been what sports, maybe a First little. First three have been, you know, us sports? just kind of figuring out the space, figuring out for what sure. we what we want to talk about, getting our flow down, getting that dynamic down. For sure. So, um, you know, we were talking and we were like, you know, Joshua obviously does the editing and, you know, is really the mastermind behind everything. And he was talking, he's like, well, you know, we're doing these sports, you know, but we kind of release it a week late and that news is kind of already old news. And it was a very good point. And then, you know, we kind of talked about, well, do we drop the audio file right away? And then we just do the YouTube video a week later and then, you know, through all of that, we decided that, hey, you know, I just talking about sports or just talking about music, and obviously we can talk about business and we can still do that stuff, but we want these to be like timeless things where we're, where we're really talking about like life and, you know, our own experiences and what we're learning and, and truly just have a deep, meaningful conversation is what we're searching. Definitely. We want to open it up to more than just people who are, might be interested in sports or sure. music or whatever, you know, we want people to be able to go back and listen to these different podcasts and be able to find value in them. Right. So without uh, further ado, I mean, let's get into it. Hey, so t- topic of discussion. All right. And these could be two different things, but I'm just going to kind of throw it out there and we can kind of just, we can figure our way through it. So, you know, I've been, I, I've been on this thing the last two days is redirection in life. Um, and it can come with adversity, and that's why I'm kind of leaving it up. Do you want to talk about adversity? Do you want to talk about redirection? I'm going to take it more redirection because I think adversity brings the redirection. And what I mean by redirection is, you know, a lot of times in life, whether it's going good or bad, usually redirection comes when it's going bad. Mm. Usually and that's what adversity is. Definitely. And redirection is um, something happening in your life the way you didn't think the way you didn't want, the way you didn't plan, but with the redirection, usually in the end, ends up better. Um, so comes an opportunity. Absolutely you know, comes an opportunity. So that, that proverbial uh, fork in the road, if you will. For sure, for sure. When you have an opportunity to, to make two different choices and, and go one or two ways well, with, it with might something. Not, but see, that's the thing. It might not even have two choices. What I mean by redirection, so... Um, I, I relate like my redirection, right? We were talking earlier, like, mm. like with my baseball career. The redirection came from pretty much me and Joshua almost meeting each other again mm-hmm. after being away from each other during COVID. Yep. And kind of opening my eyes and to something I didn't really think about before with business, with being a content creator, with, with trying to do all this stuff, stuff mm-hmm. I've never really thought about. Then I still went back to baseball and it's just like after I kind of had that taste and really tried to find like my passion through that and something that I really enjoyed, 
baseball, I mean, baseball never had my heart in the first place. Um, but the redirection was kind of me and Josh were doing our own thing. And, um, you know, you can have redirections in relationships, Mm -hmm. um, with family and, and being able to take that and be able to take the, the pain from that and use it to your advantage and grow from it and learn. So I don't know if you want to talk about your experience or if you want to talk about just like redirection adversity in general, but you know, just something that people that can think about. Yeah. I mean, I would say that a redirection point in my life was when I was uh, still working in a restaurant in Kalamazoo and, um, just, you know, finally got to a point where, uh, you know, I knew I wanted to take it and do something different with my life. So, um, you know, that's a, that's a hard point to be in as well because it's really, um, just open to you. You can take it's, it wherever you so, want. So I, I, I hate to cut in. It, it's open, but it's almost the redirection comes. You said it right with almost like a fork in the road. It's, mm-hmm. it's not so much a choice. Um, I think when you have that redirection, you're pretty much going downhill, right? And, and, and the redirection could is, be, could be, yes. and the redirection is, okay, I'm done feeling like this. What can I do to like get back on the right track? Right. right? Yeah, I mean it's um, it, it's a opportunity that life is presenting you, saying, "Hey, maybe you need to think about things differently. Maybe you need to consider other options. Maybe right. you know whatever path you're on right now is not the path that's destined for you." And you know, like I said, I think it is a choice because you know a lot of people and myself included, you know, like to do the easy thing, like to maintain the status quo change is hard and it's something that we as humans uh, shy away from change is so very hard. uh and and like we were talking about a little bit earlier a little warm-up for the podcast um most of the time i think what people don't understand or might not grasp is that the redirection offers you the harder choice the redirection for is sure. is when you have to you know double down on your work effort and yep. and really do things outside of your comfort zone in order no to doubt. change and respond. No doubt. No, that's that's you're a hundred percent right. And that's kind of when I was talking about the redirection is redirection is painful. Like mm-hmm. it's it, it's painful. You're going through something that's uncomfortable, and that's what I kind of started off with. It's something you don't want. Like right. people, usually, the things that people don't want to do is usually painful. But kind of once you work through that, then you're like, oh shit, like mm-hmm. that wasn't. I, would, I needed that. Like, I'm, I'm thankful for that to happen. And I think that comes with just getting through the process. You got anything to say? You, you quiet over there? Just listening? Josh, just Josh, taking it in? Josh was just taking it in. But, um, you know, I, I do, the reason why I'm kind of on this, the redirection thing is I think too many people, and I think me for a while, were chasing lack of a better term, almost materialistic things, maybe mm. external, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe external things is the better way to say external it. External motivators. And what we were talking about earlier was there's a process, there's a journey, there's a destination, right? Mm. Every, the people who maybe don't want to get redirected or maybe can't catch themselves as they get redirected or can't just find themselves through life is because they're chasing the destination. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is when you're always chasing that destination, you could run into that destination. But when, if that's the only thing you're chasing, you're going to realize that it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't as it wasn't as great as you thought. It, it was yeah, what be. you know, you might have built it up to be something that for sure you know can't be attained. Like we were talking about, 
you know, a lot of people like to throw out there, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey, it's about the process, uh, which I, I agree with. But even in that, like I get lost in it myself where, you know, do I really love the process? Do I really love the journey of every day? Each day is hard, Each you know? Day is hard. It's hard to stay hard. disciplined. It's hard. hard to get up. It's hard to go to work and give your best effort. No doubt. Um, but that is what it's all about because when you reach the end of your goal and you're at the end of your journey and you've reached this mountaintop, it's extremely fleeting. Yep. The, the ecstasy, the joy, the happiness that you feel from finally reaching a goal is about... 0.2 seconds sure. and I would say it it takes time it takes wisdom maturity but to look back on it and realize all the shit that you did to get there all the you know all the hard work that you had to put in that was the actual valuable part of for the sure. journey for sure I, because that's what you learn at the end of the day and that's me and Joshua have talked a lot about it and even you hear like successful people talk about it it's like when you reach the destination <laughs> the shit you talk about is the hard stuff you went through, like the stuff you hated to do. And you're mm -hmm. like, looking back, you're like, man, that, that, that like made me, that was incredible. Right. And we talked about it earlier and you asked me because you just talked about the ecstasy moment, right? And you know where I'm probably going to take this. So, so to, we were obviously talking outside earlier and he was, and Joshua wasn't here. So this will be news to him. He asked me, he was like, how long did the ecstasy last for getting drafted? And what did I say? You said none at all. It's actually no, the no. worst day of your life. It's top top three worst day of my life, probably. I I don't know if I could categorize it as like one, two, or three. For sure, probably top five, probably top three. And the reason I say that is because talk about looking forward to the destination and not the process, right? Mm -hmm. So I was obsessed after near the end of my sophomore year in college of getting drafted after my junior year. Mm -hmm. And this is Joshua probably doesn't know a lot of this shit. So um, like I was obsessed with it. You know, I thought. You know, getting drafted would make me like baseball more. I mm. thought getting paid to play would be like, oh, maybe like I fucking, you know, maybe I actually like it. Mm. Um, you know, I thought it would reunite my family. I thought just like my family would kind of be behind me a little bit more. And obviously draft day didn't go anywhere like how I thought, which that's what everybody says. Draft day never goes how it goes. Um, Where did you end up getting drafted? Uh, round 33, I think like pick 981. Never forget I think it's pick 981. We'll, we'll, hey, if we're watching on YouTube, we'll pop it up here. Um, if you're not, I think it's pick 981. Um, I don't think there was 980 players better than me in that draft. But, you know, that's, that's where the cards fell. And just because I, in my head, I was like, you know, it would make me feel different. I thought I was going to get drafted high. I thought I was going to get more money and not getting any of that. And, mm -hmm. and pretty much getting what I didn't want, I didn't think about, got redirected. Yeah. What we're talking about. It... It, it fucking shook me up. And that was kind of, man, I just, I even like thinking about it right now, I don't have a true like ecstasy moment with playing professional baseball just because I was obsessed with the destination and not the process of getting there mm -hmm. and now getting redirected and, you know, walking away from baseball and doing this with Joshua you know, I can find my passion. I can find, you know, who I want to be and I can find be your, who I want. Find your identity. For sure. And I can be who I want to be. And that's, and that's like a, and that's a quote I've been seeing a lot. It's to be able to find yourself, you have to lose yourself almost. Mm -hmm. And I think that comes with the redirection. I think that comes with the adversity. But, um, you know, I want to I bring Joshua into this. So I'm going to ask him a question here. Um, so Joshua played professional hockey as well. 
Um, you know, did you have any ecstasy moments? Did you have a top of the mountain of playing professional hockey? Did you, you know, was it something you dreamed about? Yeah, I mean, for me, like, hockey was weird. Yeah, 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 come on. <laughs> um, Joshua mutes his mic when he's not. He doesn't want to. Yeah, it's just it's just because that. this mic picks up other people's other people's talking. So yeah, so I don't want to I don't want to like have bad audio, but yeah, I mean for me, hockey was weird. I would go into ebbs and flows of like liking it, not liking it. Um, I don't know. I I would say you playing professional baseball re inspired me to play want to play professional because when I went into college, I was like, bro. I'm going to come here. I'm for sure going to go play pro. Like I was like, I'm going to go play pro. Like I have a body to go play pro. I'm going to. It's crazy you thought about that because I never once in my life thought about that. But it, was, it wasn't really like, you know, mom and dad kind of put it on to me. Like dad from a young age was like, you're going to play pro hockey. Especially when I was like 16 years old, bro. I'm getting NHL teams talking to me. So like Kurt's all up in his shit yeah. about it. But it's different. Like, you know, and then I went and played hockey. And then my first two years, like my first year playing top four minutes, then I get hurt. Come back my sophomore year, we have twelve D. We have seven senior D. I was like, fuck. We had two freshmen D that were still playing every game. We had seniors getting scratched. So it was like I was like shit. A lot of redirection. I was so I was kinda like So I was like I, I kinda hit that point in hockey where I was like, look, do I just say fuck it? I'm like at this point on the depth chart, bro, I was like ninth, tenth D. I'm sitting there looking like, bro, okay. Three of these defensemen are all Americans. So I'm like, ah, I'm not playing over them. They're all right-handed. I'm right-handed. So I thought to myself, all right, these guys are all I, I kinda had to like that look in the mirror moment where I was like, bro, I gotta kind of figure out who I am. Mm, that's powerful. You know, and I but that's the one thing I think my one of my greatest strengths is I know my role. Like I knew who I had to be. And then sure. that projected me because everyone else was trying to be the guy. Instead of being the guy, I was like, I'm going to be the guy that does their job. Yeah. And then everyone respects the guy that just does their shit. So, I mean, my, my like, ecstasy moment, I mean, I don't know. I, it's been bittersweet. Was there, you don't have was there any, like, ecstasy I would say, so, no, I would say my ecstasy moment, I'll, I'll say this, and it was kind of like a mixed bag, was probably, like, my first game playing pro, because, like, Zachary watched, like, you know, my like, like some really close, like some of my close friends watched. Tip watched. I the was tip, there. Yeah, Tip was there. Tip watched my first game too. So I mean, like, I had a lot of like that was a that was a good moment. Um, ended up being in Toledo, like that was kind of sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, close to home. Yeah, but then it was like it was also that that game though. I was I only played because the guy one of the guys was hurt. Mm-hmm. So it was like that was like I I went into warmups like they straight up told me in warmups they're like yeah you're only gonna play if Marcus can't. And I was like, fuck. So okay. I'm going out there mentally like, I, I'm not a king, bro. I like did a half warm up. I'm, cause I'm like, bro, I'm looking at him going, bro, he's healthy, bro. I'm not playing. So I was like, I'm in fucking warm ups. I'm just like shooting the shit. I'm like throwing saucer pads. Like, cause like, bro, I was the extra guy. Yeah. So I'm not warming up like regular warm up. Like everyone's got a partner pass and I'm just sitting there just fiddle fucking. I'm like waving at some kids and shit, like just messing around. And next thing you know, they come to you and say, you start. No, you're I, it's not even that. There was five minutes left in warmups and he just skated off the ice. And I was like, oh, it's showtime. I better get ready. Cause I was like, and then it, but then again, like, you know, I, I wasn't worried. Like it's hockey. Well, so, so you talk about, or like I was talking about how fleeting the reaching of the mountaintop is. I think that's a great example of an even like 
shorter lived like ecstasy because it's like you realize that like you've reached your dream in that moment and you have no time to take it in or revel in it because you had to start preparing yeah. immediately mentally for and, the game to start. And it was it was like it was cool. Like I, I prefer like that doesn't matter to me. I think after that though, it was like I had already did it, so then I was like, man, that's cool. And then like the grind of pro hockey. Right, and then right. it's just like after you've done it, because it's like when you're a kid, you think about it, you're like, man, playing pro sports, this is this is the shit. Like, mm-hmm. I want to play pro sports. Like, right. I want to be on TV. But, but then, then once you reach it, everything, like, changes. Like, we're it talking is. about baseball. It's a cutthroat. We're talking it's, about hockey. It's also cutthroat business. Like, you want to talk about, like, breeding insecurities. Like, yeah. breeding, like, walking on eggshells. Like, imagine every day going to, to work thinking, like, you're going to get fired. Mm-hmm. Thinking, like, I'm going to get traded. Thinking I'm going to get sent home. Like, whatever it is. But, like, 80% of the team is like that. Yeah. It's, it's never. It's never what you think it's going to no, be. No, it's like the hostility. Like especially like for me, like I was, I was like one of the few rookies on the team. So it was like this team had just come off a championship year. Every single kid, every single guy on that team was moved up. So it was like they were all the all the, like the big vets wanted to come there. It's a sick yeah. place to play. They get eleven thousand fans a night. They're like, bro, I'm, I want to go there. They get treated right. So it's like when I'm going there, it's like I'm I'm a young guy, but I'm not really that young, yeah. You know, but to the team, yeah. Right. Like 25 year old young guy. Yeah. I mean, like as I'm saying, like I'm a 25 year old, but then but then again, it's like you're also going to come in with like a 21 year old rookie who like came from the OHL, who's just like uh, just a young stud. I think way better. That definitely ties into the redirection and and what we're kind of talking about responding to adversity because. You know, you reach that pinnacle, you reach that moment where you've truly achieved your goal that you've had, and then it's fleeting and you get through it. And like I was kind of saying earlier, sun rises the next day. And then right. it, there's no longer that, you know, there's no longer that glitter and that, and that shine to it. Now it's a job. Now you have to, you know, keep working. And it's all about, sure. you know, it's all about getting better. For sure. And I think, you said it perfect with the sun's going to come up and that, and that's perfect whether you're feeling great or you're feeling bad because whether it's going good, you got to get up tomorrow and keep it good or you got to do whatever you got to do to make it good. And if it's bad, like you're going to get another opportunity. And what I said earlier was every day is another opportunity to continue to continue to build on what you're doing Mm -hmm. or if you're, lost and you're trying to find yourself you're going through shit you didn't think was going to happen shit came out of nowhere every day is a way to kind of get back to yourself to build those healthy habits and that's what we were talking about with the process it's it's about falling in love with your daily habits and having that discipline to whether i feel like it or i'm not feeling like it i'm going to work out whether i feel like it or i don't feel like it i'm going to read whether i don't feel like it or i do feel like it i'm going to make content and i go through that all the time with with joshua where we were kind of talking about is let's try to shoot a vlog every day. Mm-hmm. You know, put that emphasis out there because it's whether you're good or like if you're feeling good, vlog should be easy. If you're feeling bad, you're kind of pushing yourself out on that being that uncomfortable, Definitely. which is where you grow. And that's where, you know, well, that's, that's the, the, the hardest that's thing, special. the hardest thing. And it gets neglected and overlooked, but it's discipline and it's staying true to a, a path and a goal. 
And I just want to throw this out there for, for people who might be listening or watching and, and maybe they're thinking, you know, how can I prepare myself for, um, you know, a change of direction? One thing, easy thing that you can do is you can induce that change of direction and that uh, pivot point into your daily life. And you can do that by working out. You can use that as an opportunity to change the way that your day is going. If you're having a good day, you know, it can make it better. If you're having a bad day, it can, you know, change that around and make it better. So, um, and it's going to help you grow and it's going to help you get ready for all that other adversity in your life if you take it on yourself to prepare for it. And that's something that all three of us, you know, we love to do. We love to, to exercise and push ourselves. For sure. And I think, I think one thing that we'll leave it with, because we're kind of running up here on time is one thing that's benefited me. So I'm speaking from my own experience. You guys can talk on it if you guys do it. I think one thing that helps with redirection and adversity is reflecting, Mm. reflecting on the good, reflecting on the bad. Cause when you reflect, you can start to figure out, okay, this and this probably led me to here, right? Or I got here because of this and this and being able to reflect in your life daily, daily, not once a week, not once a month, daily, probably mo- the more times you do it a day, the better. Um, so that's what I want to leave you guys with. Anything you want to leave them with? Yeah, I want to kind of piggybacking off that reflection is great because when you're faced with this uh, you know, change of direction and adversity in your life, Uh, your first thought is going to be like, you can't do it. You got to be able to reflect on yourself and take stock and remember all the accomplishments that you've made up until this point and realize that you do have it inside yourself to make it over this next hump and, and whatever other hump comes in your way. That's incredible. That was incredible. Oh, she got anything? Uh, yeah, I would just say be accountable. You know, it's a, that's a, that's a tough, that's a tough thing to do sometimes, but I just say be accountable and yeah, I would also say this is kind of off that, but you know, if you do enjoy the content, if you do enjoy the podcast, whether you're listening or watching on YouTube right now, you know, feel free to check us out. You know, we have TikTok, Instagram, that's okay. Um, we'll just we'll do audio. audio. We'll do it on the audio as well. Um, but yeah, if you like our content, TikTok, um, Instagram as well. We do vlogs twice a week, Mondays and, uh, on one or Monday and or Wednesdays and Sundays. Sorry. Wednesdays and Sundays. Sorry. We, we do drop vlogs. So please you know, drop us a like, drop us a comment, subscribe, share it with people. Obviously we want these podcasts. Cart, carts from the basements on Monday. That's why I was getting all. Carts from the basements on Monday. But you know, we want, the, we want this to be interactive and that's what we want this podcast to be about. Some timeless stuff. So hopefully you guys got something out of it. Episode four. I'm down. excited. That was a great conversation, and I'm excited to just have more deep, meaningful conversations. I think, I think with that's the way we take my this. best friends right here. So I think, I think that's the way to take this. I think this is this is better. It's therapy, bro. Therapy with the boys. But we love y'all. Appreciate you tuning in. Share it with some friends. Let us know if you like it or you don't. But if you don't like it, we'll probably just keep doing it. So um, <laughs> love y'all. Very nice. I like. Yeah, that camera shut off. I think it was fine because I heard it click. Nah, but it wasn't recording. It had it it came up on the screen screen. and it wasn't recording. That's why I said that. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, so what are you gonna do? Just flash?